So in my early stage of figuring out my anxiety and all this, I went to therapy and I, it was definitely hard to Hello, welcome for tuning in to the Socially Unavailable Podcast. I uh, appreciate you guys, you know, listening out there. Um, thank you for joining me today. We have my beautiful fiance, Christiane Shipman. My, my, this is, you know, my fiance, this is my girl. You hear me? You feel Oh, no, hear me. You feel me? Sorry, I did get excited when I talk about her. Christy, you want to introduce yourself? Say what's up? Hello, I am the infamous fiance. Um, but yes, my name is Christy Shipman. For those who don't know, I don't know who doesn't know, but now you know. Um, she's also my manager for this. <laughs> yeah, manage slash manager slash uh, content <laughs> creator, <laughs> producer, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> script writer, <laughs> everything. Um, but yeah, so today I'm going to be talking a little bit about my experience about mental health and anxiety, um, and pretty much a little bit how society is, um, but yeah, and how yeah. I had my own personal struggles with it. Yeah, we're going to get into that, but uh, you in school, what are you doing? Yes, of doing, course. Tell the people what you'd be doing. Of course, college rules, student debt. Yes. <laughs> um, That's a no. You're a <laughs> It's true. Um, but currently, I am going to the Fashion Institute of Technology. FIT. Yeah, FIT. Name drop that. Um, but yeah, I'm studying fashion business management. Um, going into my senior year in the fall, which is exciting. I felt like this year would never come, especially with COVID. But we're here. We're doing it. Yes, yes, we are. And you did it. We did it. <laughs> yep. Your last name's <laughs> going to be on the diploma. <laughs> You're so annoying. I know. We get married soon. That's crazy. I know, right? How, how many years has it been? A year? A year. <laughs> two years. Five years. Five wow. years. We've five. been engaged for two. Okay, that's what it was. Yes. Man, how does that make you feel? I knew why you said it. So. What do you mean? Like. Oh, the two years. Oh, the two years. Well, no, but how, like, being with me for five years, how's that been? Oh, amazing. You don't gotta lie. No, it is. <laughs> I, but I feel like every, like, even with our little fights, like, that's normal for any relationship mm -hmm. you fight with your friends you fight with your family yeah anything anything going on you, you up to anything right now no not that i know of <laughs> nothing nothing major nothing crazy you're doing am i missing out on something uh no no just check it i don't know maybe you know, i have a secret plan yeah maybe you're doing yeah something. i won the i created this new app that's gonna make us millions of dollars that's what i'm saying mm. who knows Shit. <laughs> I appreciate that one. You don't want you don't want to tell them about our um adventure to the to the window glass. Oh my gosh, yes. Um, so, uh, when was it? Last weekend or technically still this weekend? Um, last weekend, this weekend, it don't really matter. Yeah. So we went to a free a free class. 
um, about learning how to like build a window panel out of stained glass, like kind of what you see in churches, cathedrals, mm. like those big things, but kind of on a really small scale. So we saw it because we were both interested because we watched that show on Netflix, Blown Away. Mm. Um, so we went, tried it out. We wanted to do like something different for date day because movies and dinner is just same old, same, same old, old, same old. You um, found something else. Yeah. So we went and. Your host decides. Yo, yo. Well, I, okay, let me let me just say we went to this free <laughs> class where this guy took the time of his day to teach us how to do this, and like he was just trying to like if we were like if someone wanted to pick this up as a hobby, he was pretty much showing you what you need to do, what materials, all that stuff. So it was a free class. So halfway through, he offered if um if we're in, like people are interested, he has his own personal studio where he does like we can make. A little thing that he showed us to make that day. So I was like, that sounds pretty cool. And that could be another date day or date night. So after the class finished, we went up to the counter. And we were like, oh, we're interested in doing the class. The lady brings up the book. She's writing her name down. And this should have been the red flag for me. Because the lady said, are you okay with paying today? And I was like, you know what? Yeah, you know, we didn't really pay for anything today. So might as well, you know, I think we'll be okay. And that's where you went wrong. <laughs> where I went wrong because that should have been a red flag of this shit is about to be a lot, right? So she writes it down. She rings it up. And this little, the little screen, she said it before they even popped up. She goes, okay, and that's going to be your total. When I tell you that shit said $209, but me and my introverted, introverted ass who hates conflict, freaking, I was just like, I just let it stab me in the heart, and I was just like, you know what? I'm going to eat that one and just go in the car. But I'd be the one to call on the phone and be like, yeah, that class I signed up for, yeah, I'm going to take it back. But we stuck, it, we stuck, stuck to it, so our class is coming up in August. So we're going to make our little thing, and I'll post it on um, uh, the, our Instagram, my Instagram page to show you guys what we're talking about. <laughs> yes, and honestly, like, it's so, like, no matter that we did pay $200 to make a class it's still like pretty interesting and like definitely a unique experience to do because i don't feel like many people even realize that you can take an art class or like besides like a sip and paint but like you can like work with other mediums of like within art to yeah. really um I know, i'm excited for it i am too he made, he, the thing he made was so beautiful it was like in less than it was like an hour hour and a half and he put this beautiful like little window it was, was fully two hours <laughs> the whole thing was two hours but we took a break in between maybe a <laughs> 10 minute break but i'm pretty sure we finished after what do you mean what do you mean finished after um like we finished after 12 like i yeah we got there at 10 yeah, on the dot, and he started like right on the dot. Yeah, I think we, no, it I was think, probably like nine fifty something. Yeah, to I was just gonna say because we yeah. did it, and he was like, "Time to go," and I was like, "Whoa!" Right in it, right in it. But that was our adventure, and that was a little little thing about us. What happened with my extroverted ass? Introverted, sorry. I just you know, I also don't like that because he was super excited that we were gonna sign up for it, and I just don't like hurting people's feelings. But anyway. Moving on. Thank you for joining me today, honey. I know this is a. Uh, it took a little while for you to, you know, to actually want to come on and talk about this because I know how how much is it, it's important to you and everything. Um, before we get started, does like do you want to give a little background story to yourself of 
mental health and anxiety and everything or um yeah um so i have anxiety um which kind of is projected in like just being like really nervous and stuff like that which is not really how it is yes you do get nervous your nerves like panic attacks all that spot on but that's i i know that that's not just like the full extent of anxiety because mental health is more than that and like anxiety affects you in other ways um not just like those common symptoms that you see um about anxiety mm-hmm. okay thank you appreciate that <laughs> <laughs> that's good I, I mean not good but like thank you for explaining to you know the people who are listening on it and i'm pretty sure people can relate with this because uh, right off the bat because like i, I have some questions but is anxiety and stuff are you are you born with it or is it something that happens in your life that you get it um i don't know because really anxiety works differently with I, well anxiety and mental health as a whole like i don't want to say just anxiety because anxiety presents itself a million different ways with a million different people so that's like the whole biggest thing like it's really a case-to-case basis i don't believe that i went through any trauma in my childhood or that i've experienced anything like that um and i've always kind of been an extroverted person and i believe to an extent that i am now still um you are but yeah you are that's why a relationship works so well yeah but yeah but yeah like i felt like i've never really changed from being a child to um like a pretty much like adulthood Mm -hmm. you want to say um but i feel like my extrovertedness like never changed like i feel like i've always had those nerves inside of me and stuff like that i think getting older kind of messes with it a little more Mm -hmm. and kind of really ignites it um well your, your brain starts thinking way different than when you were younger Yes, and, like, with my own personal, like, story about it, Mm -hmm. I feel like mine didn't really show up until, like, that beginning of high school, like, really, like, middle school, where you're really figuring yourself out. You're Mm -hmm. fitting in, like, it's, like, all these big changes that you've never really had to encounter until then about yourself and all this. So I feel like that's when those really symptoms of anxiety came up, and that's when... I kind of realized I had it, but I don't know if you're born with it or if it's developed. Interesting. We might have to research that one. I'm not too sure either. Uh, interesting. I don't know. I didn't know because maybe you knew because I know you, you've dealt with it for a while and all this stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you said it's during high school like when it, like you actually realized, like, shit, I got anxiety or, like. I felt like it was that kind of like that eighth grade year moving into high school like that summer because you're so used to being this person from elementary school to middle school with the same people the same all this so you're kind of like i am who i am whatever like you don't really care too much about it Mm -hmm. but i think also like that year is so crucial for everybody like physical growth mental growth like all that like figuring out who you are what your likes are like 
a lot of friends change on you because you're not popular like during that time so it's like during that time it's just so like such a huge shift Mm -hmm. in the way that you've lived your whole life like that's your first major shift so you're like what is happening (laughs) like so anxiety can really work hard well i'm sorry but i talked about anxiety like if it's a person um (laughs) that's that's why i'm like yeah (laughs) they are going to do that (laughs) that's okay but i feel like anxiety really does like start to creep up on you during that time because you're not at that healthy mental state Mm -hmm. anymore because you're dealing with the nerves of are my friends gonna still like me um am i gonna get the tension of others like am i gonna find romance and love and all this other stuff that's when you kind of really start seeing the world as it is not Mm. just oh recess i can't wait to go to recess or lunch or whatever it's like that boy's cute (laughs) or wow i want to be her friend i want to be looked at all the time like Mm -hmm. yeah Uh, i get that man I, and that's such a worst. Oh, I hate that time, freaking from eighth to ninth, like that transition, because your whole everything changes. Everyone thinks they're this, everyone thinks they're that, and you just want to be, like you said, like you want to make sure you're you fit in. Then you start thinking about boys. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> it's true Ew. though. <laughs> Wait, I have a question, because you're saying it's from your eighth into ninth grade. Now this might be a little triggering to you. Did there's this there's a group of there's this band back then. Oh my god. I, <laughs> I have a I have a question about this band. Was did they call any cause any uh super anxiety? Um <coughs> one direction. <laughs> um <laughs> I don't know. I feel like if I if I'm thinking like you know how I always put like a ther- my my makeshift therapist cap on? Mm-hmm. But um I guess you could say that technically it did because I idolized One Direction. I know. I know. But I (laughs) idolized them so highly that it was like a standard for guys. Like a very unrealistic standard because they're, they're PR trained. Like they are saying all the right things, doing the right things, where you're like, this is the man I want to be with. This is top-notch man and i should not settle for less so (laughs) that's what i'm saying so it's kind of like having them so high up it's like it even kind of made it more pressure for me to be like oh i can't have a crush on that guy because he doesn't look like this or he's not tall enough or his haircut is a little weird or he doesn't like what i like so it's kind of like, I guess you could say that it puts some more pressure on, like, the dating aspect and, like, figuring out, like, my sexuality and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Ladies and gentlemen, this way she ended up with. No! I'm not one of them. Let me just say, <laughs> no. my whole family, my whole entire family calls Jared my One Direction man because they all knew how obsessed I was about One Direction and even till this day, my mom still calls, and I'm not just saying my mom, but my mom says it the most. That's why I say. <laughs> but 
She says, Shut up, Miss Shipman. Yeah. <laughs> she always says, Oh, Jared looks like he's from One Direction. And my dad's like, Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. <laughs> I don't think so. Anyway, <laughs> that's funny, though. Cause I, I figured they would have some uh, anxiety toward, like, you. they would cause some anxiety, cause, especially when uh, the, br- the broke up happened. But may- maybe we'll get to that. Okay. <laughs> and that's where you triggered me. That exact thing. Triggers. Triggers are important. <laughs> To anxiety. The breakup? Well, that <laughs> Why um, is that triggering? Like I just said, I had a very unhealthy relationship of idolizing these PR trained men that I don't know of. So yes, it is triggering to an extent, but Okay, so I'll make sure I don't mention them. Thank you. Or the reunion. Okay, you see <laughs> Okay. Triggering. I am so happy that I'm on the podcast because you guys are seeing Jared so unhinged right now. So <laughs> yeah, to be unhinged. Honest, like, well, if you also listen to the ties, I was pretty unhinged there. I guess it's like certain people, you know, you keep a prof- professional with certain things, like when you and everything, or you can just be yourself. And I'm trying to be myself and professional at the same time right now, but she brings a different side out of me. It just, you guys see me different. I know. Anyway, let's move on. I just wanted to get, you know, the funny and, you know, maybe the light stuff out of the way. I mean, maybe there will be funny and stuff, but it's however you want to go about it. But you don't have to try to lighten it or anything if you don't want to. Well, you know how I am. I have, I lighten. Well, I think it's my family as a whole because we all do it. Um, But we make really, like, dark jokes about things um and use humor as a coping mechanism for <laughs> deep-rooted problems <laughs> so yes um that is a good warning i guess for people that do have anxiety or struggle with mental health that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i do tend to like talk on the lighter side about it mm-hmm. even though that it is super important super like real but talking about my experience as a whole it's I guess it's easier for me to talk about it being lighthearted and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so what are some, what are some like misconceptions about anxiety or mental health in general? So I'll talk about mental health first. Mm-hmm. Um, but mental health, I feel like has always been seen as this negative dark cloud and you don't want it. You don't want anything to do with it. Like if you have it, you're crazy, you're whatever. And I feel like um, I definitely see that now, like with our generation and like generations to come, it's kind of more understood that so many people do have it. And I feel like mm-hmm. even older generations are starting to get diagnosed and starting to understand and see like, oh, uh, mental health is something that a lot of people struggle with, not just someone who's crazy or needs to be in a psych ward, like no like it's not like that at all mm-hmm. i feel like it's very much like just something like it's having a fight with yourself like that's the simplest way that i can personally put it like a fight in your head yes and i feel like anxiety um is pretty much just i think i said it before but um it's okay but it's pretty much the misconception of anxiety is seen as just nervousness. Like it's usually only seen like to the public as like social anxiety, like, Oh, big crowds. I'm nervous. Or I'm going to catch a panic attack, which yes, those things do happen. 
But I feel like anxiety as a whole, like you kind of go into depressive states. Like your anxiety may affect like your physical health of your body of certain pains because really? yeah, it's really the nervous system. Mm-hmm. Um, but like especially like even like talk well talking more about it since you're kind of like huh but well that's good because like other people may not know this either but um like when someone with severe anxiety looks something up wrong about them they start per like say if i have a neck pain and i look it up and you know automatically you look it up on google cancer you're dying like the worst out of the worst yeah so A person with anxiety is going to look into those, looking into what other symptoms are presented to have it. Mm -hmm. And if it is something like, oh, like losing touch of the fingers or something like, or like neck pain or back pain, sometimes somebody with anxiety will present those symptoms Mm -hmm. and in their head they they pretty much control like their thoughts so that anxiety really just says oh your um says oh your neck hurts now your Mm. fingers tingle more and it's like that's not really happening like like you're telling yourself yes you're telling yourself because you're automatically thinking the worst of a of the situation Mm -hmm. because you're like oh my gosh oh my gosh all these bad things are happening and yeah wow I didn't even, I didn't know that. But so hmm, with the misconceptions, right? Is it is it more like a group of people, like a ton of people, like general based of their like like how you're saying that's how people think? Or is it like more something different how people think about it? Um, I definitely feel like certain generations, like definitely the older generations, definitely see it as worse as the younger generations, but I I can't put a blanket statement over like specific generations because mm-hmm. technically there are like like i'll just say older women um just for like a pure example mm-hmm. but there are some older women on tiktok who really promote having a great mental health when most people in their generation don't think like that and don't see it as so severe or or they see it just as something negative when really like mental health or like struggling with any type of mental um Mm. health i feel like it's kind of seen more of like more inspirational because it's like just that simple task of getting out of bed is way harder with certain different um like diagnosis Mm -hmm. um so i feel like in that aspect it's more inspirational of like you know, I struggle with this, so I'm getting out of bed every day. Yeah. Like, I, there's a huge community around it. That's yeah. why I'm like. <laughs> no, but, I get it. Yeah. You know, what the, what, what you're saying, the, um, getting out of bed. So when we started dating, I didn't know, all, like, a lot of stuff about you. And then as we started, you know, going on with our years and all that stuff, I started learning. And you taught me a lot of things. And, I mean, I'm not saying I never struggled with, like, mental health or anything like that. I'm not going to say that. But, like. Not as maybe not as bad as you or like how you went through it, and the what when I when I would go through things like that, it was so different to me. And then when you told me like 
even like you just said, getting out of bed is like a huge accomplishment for you to, just to get out. I'm just like, wow, that like that's really important to because what what if someone was like, oh, I woke up today. That's a big accomplishment. Like, and that just that was so crazy to me. And you've taught me that, and I appreciate that so much. Um, now, when when you realized you actually had it, like, not like had it, but like when you started understanding anxiety and mental health, like your mental health, it was during high school. Now, how how was that with like your friends and and maybe your your early relationships? Um, I feel like I would say it kind of affected like me as a whole because it was like something like i didn't want to talk about like i never understood like the mental health community and mm-hmm. like anything like that so i'm all i'm only seeing these negative um like misconceptions about mental health and like anxiety as a whole so like not understanding who i was and not figuring it out like to go through figuring out myself plus also trying to understand my anxiety mm-hmm. it was something i kind of kept really secret like i talked to certain friends that had it and they were kind of open with it already mm-hmm. so i would talk to them about it but i kind of kept it as like like kind of a secret like a really dark secret because i was still figuring myself out i wasn't comfortable talking about it or even accepting like oh this is what I struggle with. Like, Mm -hmm. it was so hard for me to understand that. So I feel like that affected some of my relationships with with not even just guys, but friendships, family, all that. Because when you're one of the first people for, well, of course, sometimes people, even like now, people listening, this may be their first encounter of someone talking about anxiety like this. Mm or mental health about this like it's very much like so like some people know so much about it and some people like literally know mental health like that's the only word that they know so kind of trying to explain what it is while i'm figuring it out to people Uh was hard like because it's not something easy to deal with especially when there are people that are like I guess normal. Yeah. Like they don't struggle with mental health. Um but it was just hard for like talking to like people that this was their first encounter while mm. I'm also trying to understand it. For yourself. Yeah, because it's like it's this I'm not accepting of it. I'm yeah. not okay with it. How was your family though? Or do you need to tell them either? No, I I was a, I was a minor. <laughs> I have to tell my family. <laughs> but it definitely was a struggle. Um because well, I don't know if I would say struggle, struggle, because I definitely could have had it worse. Mm. Um, but, like, my, there's some members of my family that struggle with mental health as well. Um, and I don't want to disclose of No, that's those fine. No, 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 no. So that's okay. I'm not going to say anything <laughs> no, more no, than that. that but, no um, one else's business. Yeah. Shit. But my family as a whole, like, not even just intermediate family, just, like, cousin like Mm. all that um i feel like we've all seen it like we've all been kind of aware of mental health and seeing like different things so it was definitely hard to accept it when Mm. i not when i accepted it but when i was going through the motions because like i would say like you never want to see someone you love go through that like so i feel like that was hard on 
like anyone in my mm. family just to kind of understand like oh you know what like these are her like barriers like she's working on this like mm. she may not want to go out this weekend or see anybody because of this like so I feel like that was kind of just hard to wrap around it but I would say like for the most part my family was supportive of it and um they kind of we're like, okay, like, if this is what you feel like you need to do, then we're going to do it. Like, simple as that. That's okay. Wow. Um, so, so once you told your family, did they, like, like, once, like you're, so now you, you're not fully aware. You're still figuring it out, right? So now you told your family, everyone, they're supportive. They're, are they figuring it out as well? Or they have maybe more knowledge in it and understand what you're going through? Or was it just like, it was new for everybody. Um, I feel like they understood, but I feel like no matter what, hearing about it, it's still hard for anyone to accept. Of course. Like, I feel like it still was very hard on them to understand it. Like, mm-hmm. and it's kind of like, and even till the, still to this day, I still don't think that um, certain people in my family really understand it mm-hmm. um just because like everyone has a time frame of understanding it and it's it's not that they don't love me or they don't care about me like whatever mm-hmm. but i definitely feel like it's just something to hard to wrap around your brain with it's like oh wow like this bad thing's happening to them and i can't do anything to help it i can't fix it so mm-hmm. i feel like in those aspects i feel like it's been hard on I, well, I can't say their true feelings, but I, f- I can only imagine. I can only put, yeah. try and put myself in their shoes of what would I feel like. If, if someone came to you like that. Yes. Or your family. So, so, so during that, now you're trying to figure it out. That's what your journey started, started with it and all this, everything. Did you take any steps? Like, the, like maybe like meditation, therapy, um talking to somebody like something like that is there anything you you like any steps you took during this during this journey yeah so i feel like i've kind of hit a lot <laughs> and i think just at different <laughs> times because Wait, what do you mean by a lot like i would say like i've i've done like a lot of work with different forms oh okay 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 figuring out like mm-hmm. Um, and I'm still to this day, I'm still open to anything. <laughs> Whatever can help. <laughs> Bring the guidance. Oh, Comment geez. below. I don't know how podcasts work. I've never commented. There's no, I don't think there's comments. <laughs> All right. I'll send the email. Yeah, I have an I, email. Yes. They can email. You guys can email me if you have but, any but cool, wait, interesting. You're, you're, what's the crystals for then? No, but that's what I'm saying. Like, so... In my early stage of figuring out my anxiety and all this, I went to therapy. And I, it was definitely a hard transition because nobody wants to be like, I need to go to therapy. Because therapy is so seen as this bad thing as well with mental health. Like, it's just seen as this bad thing like, oh, you're crazy if you're going to therapy. Which now today, it's definitely that stigma is kind of gone. And I definitely, the younger generation, I'll preach. Gen X, ba- I mean, no, Gen Z, sorry. Ha! Gen Z, baby! Um, oh, God. But I feel like, so starting off with that, I feel like I was very lucky, and I feel like I'm also very, very spiritual. 
I guess I would say. <laughs> so I have my own personal relationship with God, even though I still try to strengthen it. Um, but I feel like, like, I, I feel like if I wasn't put in the position, like, what therapist I needed, like, if I would have went to a bad therapist first, mm-hmm. I don't know, personally, in that time frame, I would have kept going on my journey. Like, I don't think I would have been in the mental health state I am today without that initial, like, person to go. Mm. Because I've now, like, being in the community, whatever, and, like, really immersing myself, I've talked to so many people that have been like, I just went to therapy for the first time, and it was the absolute worst experience. Or even people that have been switching therapists from back to back to back, like every other week, it's a different therapist because mm-hmm. they're not understanding them. They don't feel heard. So I feel like I'm very lucky and grateful for it. Um, and I thank God for it because it really, I don't think I would have been able to try another therapist mm-hmm. if that first initial one didn't work out. Um, so I did go to therapy. Um, I went until she pretty much told me like, you have the tools. We'll meet up here and there, but for the most part, I see that you're that you're using the tools and that you're correct correctly analyzing yourself and doing this. So we can limit our like our therapy sessions. Like if you mm. feel like you conti- need to continue on, continue on. But I'm as a professional, I'm not gonna tell you to keep like you need to see me every week because mm-hmm. in the beginning I saw her. I think it was every week and then it went to every two weeks and once a month. Um, That's good. Yeah. So, well, it wasn't like so fast. No, no, no. But, I understand um, what you're saying. I understand. Over time, it went, it started spreading out. Yeah. Like it was like I was seeing her less and less. And yeah. um, so I feel like in that beginning, like I really needed to see her so often because I was just even going to therapy was just so hard on me because mm. it was just so like, oh, I don't want to do this, but. I'm feeling crazy inside. I'm I don't know what to do. Like I need to to control this anyway. And mm-hmm. everyone says when you're feeling mental health, go to a therapist, which I agree. Yeah. I agree. I think everyone <laughs> should go to a therapist at least once. <laughs> and try it. Yes. I've tried it. I went to I went to um I went to, I forget where I was, but I went to a therapy session and I went in, I talked to her for a little bit and then I left and I then came back once or twice more. And she, it was the, the strangest thing for me. And that's why maybe therapy isn't for everybody. But, like, the third time, she was just, like, she kind of looked at me. She was like, honestly, I don't really think you need therapy. Um, unless it's, like, something you're just not telling me. But I was very open and honest. I was young. so And uh, I was I was okay with telling her anything because, you know. And I was, like, at the, I was more on the young side where, like, I trust every adult pretty much. Yeah. But. She kind of like looked at me. She was like, "You kind of really don't need therapy." And I was just like, "Interesting. I don't know that about now. <laughs> maybe, maybe I might need it a little bit now." But you're my therapist. I get a free therapist. No, I'm kidding. Um, I don't know if I'm anywhere close to being a professional. I think a professional will 100 percent be 10 million times better than me. Um, but how, so, so therapies help you. Yes, I feel like therapy really did help me, and I feel like it gave me 
those building blocks from the start. And mm-hmm. I'm not saying it was like, oh, she told me to do this and I did it and it was so relieved. No, I had to struggle. I had to fail. Like, mm-hmm. I couldn't. I couldn't promise myself that, like, just because I had these things, mm-hmm. um, that it was just going to take it all away. Um, so I feel like those building blocks helped lessen it. And I saw it, not instantly, but I noticed it a couple times. Like, when she said to address people certain ways or whatever, or this will alleviate it, or this will help it, or, like, whatever she said, mm-hmm. I tried to do it because she would make me do my homework (laughs) but um and i also was like there's no way i'm missing homework at therapy which i did do a couple times so but um that's just me with homework Mm. but um yeah so like it was kind of like i guess she saw that i needed that Mm. like you here's this is what you need to fill out for me for next week and it was kind of just like oh so I have to be here next week <laughs> and I have to come back with this complete assignment. So it was like, oh, okay, so I do have to try this out. Mm-hmm. And like we would go through it that following week with the paper or whatever. And I would have to say like, actually what you're telling me is working. Like <laughs> it may not that's, have helped. That's funny. Yeah, it may not have helped in every situation. Yeah. But if it lessens at least one or even a half of one, like that's major progress from not understanding and feeling so out of control of your mental space and not feeling like you can control your mind Mm -hmm. um, was just the smallest little stepping stone ever. So it was just like that, even that little bit of progress initially was what kept me going because it was like... It works. Yes, like (laughs) I... I don't feel as crazy. Like, even if, like, that one thing she said, and it only happened once, like, it really was, like, oh, that's That's, so great. That's so funny, too, because how you just said it, like, to dress certain people this way and certain things. I see it in our relationship how you act sometimes. Honestly, I thought you were just, you know, you're not not an asshole, but, like, you're, like, I don't know how to explain it. You're just, like. A boss ass bitch. Yeah. I mean, you you are a boss ass bitch, but like I don't know the way, like you said, that, that she wants you to address certain people certain ways. I'm guessing it's people like what? No, just anybody in general. Like she, yes, obviously she was specific about people. <laughs> um, like no matter, and I'm not saying like no matter because I I'm gonna be honest. I was talking about like certain people in my life and boyfriends family members and this and that Uh, so it was like i was talking about friends like every my therapist knew everything so she knew so much about these people that she ended up knowing who they are and how they (laughs) acted with me Uh, and our relationships as a whole so it was very much oh so this is the person you're dealing with you need to address them this way because Uh, okay no matter if it was like a boyfriend or a crush or somebody else talking to whatever like she'd be like okay they're doing all this stuff to you which is not right Mm -hmm. and i know you fully so for you to feel better about this for you to accurately um say what you want to say you need to address them this way and that's Uh, why like okay choosing your words and talking is so 
important, especially when addressing your feelings when they're so strong. Got you. See, I'm telling you, that's what, this is why you're my therapist. <laughs> Clearly, you're giving me the, the tools I need, so I don't need to go to therapy. <laughs> you're so was, it, right. was there anything like that, like your mental health, like massively affected in your life? Like while you're going through it, just like anything that really affected your life up to now? Um, I don't think that there was something massive. I think it was really, I think, honestly, I feel like it most affected myself. Yeah. Like really thinking about it and understanding the space I'm in now. It's like, how, how did I even say those things to myself? How was I able to treat myself this way because Mm -hmm. i'm so on the self-love train right now you know i am (laughs) i've been on since covid and you know this self-love we need it we need that yes and i feel like with that i feel like that honestly like to be honest and i i can't say that i've never struggled in any relationship like you know like even with our relationship we've had hills and valleys with my mental health Mm. um but I feel like with any relationship, like, dealing with a person with mental health, like, that's going to always put some type of strain on any relationship, whether it be family, friends, mm-hmm. loved ones, but it's, significant other. But I feel like whoever the relationship you have with them, it's the other person to be like, oh, this is way too much. It's going to mess me up and leave. Or to be like, no, I want to understand what it is and I want to be able to help. or do it or like be that person yeah and i definitely get what you're saying but i definitely feel like it takes two to tango it does. if i am spreading all this information on you and i'm not being respective of your boundaries and mm-hmm. how unfamiliar this is that's also my problem i can't overshare with somebody uh, that's not comfortable okay. with oversharing that's true because there's some people that I've spilled my heart out to, and they were like, oh, okay, whatever. Like, this is normal. And there's been other people where it was kind of a struggle. Mm. And so I feel like it just kind of takes balance. And, like, with our relationship, like, even that, like, we had to kind of wean into it because you weren't so comfortable with the oversharing. Okay. Um. But, yeah, I think, and some people just, as soon as I overshared, they literally turned away and said, Shut it down. Not for me. Yeah. So you you would say, since we're already on the topic of, like, relationships with people, you would say it would have an effect on them, on certain people? Yeah, and I think that really goes for the individual and how much they know of mental health. Mm -hmm. Because I think ignorance is bliss. The less (laughs) you know... The more it's like, why do I need to know this? Like, why do I have to put this extra thing if this other person, this other friend, this other family member, this other significant other is able to do all these other things without me having to put more into mm-hmm. this relationship that we share? No matter if it's friends, family, significant others, boyfriend, girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. It is. <laughs> Some deep stuff going yeah. on. That's crazy. Are you good over there? <laughs> yes, I am. Are you sure? Yes, I promise. Okay, I'll just make it sure. Yes. You get you get the special treatment. I take a pause and make sure you're good. <laughs> Anybody you. else? No. If you could be crying over there, they can keep going. 
need to, I need to listen. So <laughs> need to listen. <laughs> oh man. So that was mental health. So that, man. Now you want to talk about anxiety a little bit? How you feel about that and how like things that 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 affected? Um, I feel like anxiety. So let me give some background knowledge with anxiety. <laughs> um, so I do talk again. I do talk about anxiety, like if it's a person. Um, to be honest, it should be because, like, you're having a well. What anxiety? Do you have like a, a battle on your head or no? Yeah. So it's that's really what I'm saying. Yourself. Like, you're yourself talking to somebody doing- essentially. So I think it should be labeled as a person. However you want to label it, it they, them, she, her, however you want to, you can. But I feel like it should be labeled. Yeah, as my it. anxiety is they, them. They, them. Um, hey, we, we support we're everything. We're inclusive. That's- All inclusive around here. Yes. Um, go ahead, girl. Go ahead. Get down. But I feel like anxiety, I feel like it, like, realistically, like, it really does present it itself in every literally different in everybody Mm -hmm. um because some and also it's so unique because it also presents itself in a way not the same every single time with one person so one person may their predominant way of doing it is social anxiety and that's what most people know of anxiety me yeah so it's usually presented as social anxiety Mm -hmm. but um Anxiety can also um, be, like, presented as some depression, which it's not depression, like, if you're clinically diagnosed, mm. but you have depressive episodes or anger episodes where you're angry or frustrated or really timid or, like, there's so many, like, different ways that anxiety presents itself, even with the individual. Mm. It's so very unique. like. Everyone really thinks of anxiety as this small little itty bitty baby yeah. mental illness when it is one of the big ones. Mm. Like it's definitely not like, um, like bipolar or something like that. Like yeah. one of like where it's predominant. These are the steps. But anxiety is so I I want to say like fluid that it really does present itself in every way. Because I feel like personally with myself like. I, I'm not a professional, so all I could talk about is what I've experienced with it. Um, mm-hmm. But I've experienced ang- social anxiety. I've experienced anxiety as pure anger and, like, short-temperedness and, like, all that stuff. And I've also had depressive episodes. So it's like I don't know what I can expect with it. Like, I can now, now yeah. that I've... Well, I still can't, but <laughs> but I I'd like to say that I can. It makes me feel better, okay? Okay. <laughs> you gotta like, take a strong old choke now. Oh my god! I know. Sorry. Choke now. Yeah. One eight hundred choke. Yes, but um, yes. <laughs> so like, it really doesn't present itself in any possible way. So it's so unique and. I actually learned that from my therapist Uh because when she specifically first told me you have anxiety because of this, I was like, no, I don't. I have depression because I'm sad or I'm angry, which that's usually like sadness is really uh, like 
is used is commonly seen like with depression like depression that way um so when she first told me i was like no Mm -hmm. no you're wrong you're wrong like i literally taught thought my thought to myself like no she's wrong like she misdiagnosed me like no oh yeah the professional yes the professional (laughs) told me no and that's when like i really started like really watching videos of anxiety and like hearing other people talk about it it kind of made me be like oh you know so i do have anxiety (laughs) like (laughs) yeah no she was right (laughs) man what what without like what was it Wait, wait, real quick. If you're if you feel comfortable telling, um, which one do you think you you like you deal with the most or struggle with the most? Um, it really depends, honestly, because some days, like like I'm saying, anxiety really comes really, in different ways. Yes, different <laughs> ways. Some days I will not experience an ounce of anxiety, and other days I'm feeling every way it can be presented. Mm-hmm. I'm angry. I'm sad. I don't want to get out of bed. Like all these other things, like. I'm presenting it in every stage, every couple hours or every couple minutes, like whatever. Like, so I feel like, yeah, I feel like there's not a specific one. I think I lean more, well, I don't mean to lean, but I feel like anxiety leans more on to like the depressive episode of like getting out of bed isn't accomplished for me some days when i am feeling my anxiety or whatever mm. so how, how would you cope with those like what's your best way of coping with the with anxiety or those episodes or whatever whatever wave is coming in how do you cope with them i it really depends um because some days like i'm really beating this mm. this heifer up I feel like some days I'm like, yeah, no, not today. Not fucking today. Like, (laughs) sorry for the profanity. But, like, some days I'm like, no, not today. Like, I'm stronger than you. I'm going to beat every possible thing that you throw at me. Mm -hmm. But um, other days, like, there's no, I wouldn't say there's no coping mechanisms because that's really just me not wanting (laughs) to do the work. Um, But I feel like, you kind of just have to be nice to yourself. I feel like dealing with anxiety, the biggest point is being nice to yourself, of understanding, like, yeah, no, like, beat her up, beat her up, beat her up. Or to them, like, it's okay to lose this battle. It's okay that they won um, today. Mm-hmm. But I hope tomorrow's better. And if it's not better, that's okay also. Oh, okay. I like that. Self-love, self, self-empowerment. I like that. Yeah, I think that's like the biggest. <laughs> I well, I think that's the most important thing to do mm-hmm. is really just love yourself. Because when you treat yourself how you love others, you really do like take that as a whole. Like, because you would never say to a significant other, family member, a friend, anyone who you love, "Oh, you're crazy," or "Oh, you're." you're stupid or whatever like you would never say those things Mm -hmm. to yourself or you would never be like oh you didn't get out of bed today you didn't do this you didn't do that which is really bad like you would never say that to like the way that i feel like most people talk to themselves like subconsciously is very negative and i feel like Mm. self-love 
like just having that like even not not even with self-love just in general like that just makes your life so much better because it's like those you don't put up with it if your friend said it so why put it up with it if you said it like you wouldn't be with a person that's always knocking you down so why should you yes like why should you let yourself treat yourself that way like exactly go listen to episode with gabby you gotta know what that is toxic relationships anyway (laughs) moving on (laughs) just saying i got that on here too i'm I'm, I'm gonna be like i'm gonna be the views huh you're getting the views huh what do you mean like you're really pushing to get these views i'm trying (laughs) i'm trying hey it's a hustle okay it's a hustle out here um i know i mentioned it earlier because you said you did therapy for a while and all that stuff and I said earlier, what about all these damn crystals? He told oh. what people, how the crystals are and how they okay. are. Because we have them at every, everywhere in our house. There is a crystal, a little cluster of crystals everywhere. And the amount of times I catch you on the Instagram live trying to buy some more <laughs> crystals <laughs> is crazy. So what do the crystals do? Yes, I've just sneaked my crystal obsession. Yeah, because you'll be in crystal jail. <laughs> yeah. Um... But crystals, I think that they do work to an extent. Um, but certain crystals, well, it's really up to be debate because some people are like, this is BS. It's just a nice, <laughs> pretty rock, uh-huh. which technically it is. But honestly, if my brain makes me think that I'm ugly all the time, I'm going to make it think that this thing works. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that. Yes. You could live your um, life. Yes. So... <laughs> Um, so certain crystals, um, help balance different things. Like I'm not, I'm not really into the crystal community like that. Um, (laughs) I like to just kind of be like on the edge of it. Like, (laughs) okay. I like so that I can hop the fence whenever. (laughs) (laughs) Jump back over. (laughs) Yeah. Jump back over whenever I want to. (laughs) Okay. But, um, like certain crystals do certain things, um, like they'll relieve anxiety. Like you mm. know me, I wear my sodalite bracelet, and this freaking crystal turns black <laughs> when it's oh, yeah, it did. yeah when it's super like negative energy. Like it kind of like it's supposed to block negative energy. That bracelet was blue, and now it's black. No, it lightened. Really? It did because oh. I had it in the window charging next to the rest of my crystals. Yeah, so I, I didn't even know crystals charge. Hold on. Well, because and it's definitely certain crystals in different, like whether the sunlight or the moon, whatever. But it, technically, you're supposed to charge your crystals to like kind of like take out those negative energies, like especially like sodalite or um, like mm. certain things like that. Um, yeah. So like, <laughs> so then you charge it so that it takes out all of these. Negative energies. <laughs> what? what? Nothing. I'm just looking at the, the thing. I can't even see if it's still recording, to be honest. I don't oh, know it oh my gosh. No, <laughs> I thought you saw something move. And I was like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> no, like, no, I didn't see that. Is somebody move. walking through our door right now? No. <sighs> oh, my anxiety is, just went up. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> see, trigger. Sorry. Sorry. But um, getting back to crystals. Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, so 
you can charge it, whatever, to kind of take out all that negative energy. Like, that's what I'm saying. I haven't worn that bracelet in a while. Mm. Um, I kind of let it sit in the sun, do its thing, like, let it get the moonlight, whatever. I'm not really too into that, but um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I let it do its thing for a while, and it actually started regaining color again. Mm-hmm. And everyone knows me. No matter what jewelry you have on, no matter if it's the cheapest pair of jewelry or the most expensive one, I am taking it off when I wash my hands or when I shower unless I'm drunk. And that is, I am of the age of 21, so I can say that on here. But (laughs) that's the only time. But if I'm using the bathroom and I need to wash my hands or any type of washing hands, I'm taking my ring off. Mm. I'm taking my bracelets off. I'm taking whatever's on my hand because I don't like any metal to tarnish. Okay. So I don't want people to be like, ow, it's because you're washing it with soap <laughs> and water. No. Okay, we got that. We got you. I have two things, though, real quick. One, um, with the crystals, right? So the, the, do you think it actually physically helped you like, or, like, mentally helped you? Yeah, I feel like, like, I don't want to preach about crystals to the choir, uh-huh. but, um, cause like, I can't, like, I don't know. I feel like it's contradictory for me to be like, oh yeah, crystal, crystal, crystal gang, but then like also be like religious and like stuff like that. So it's kind of uh-huh. like, um, I kind of on the fence about that, but I think it does help to an extent, even if. There's science comes back and it's to prove that all this is fake. But it's nice to know that like, oh, if I rub this crystal, it's going to make me feel better. <laughs> like, I would try anything. That's why I've done hypnosis and all Oh, that. man, the hypnosis. That was funny. And I'm going to try breath work next. So. Breath work, I feel like, is a good one. And like meditation, something like that. I feel like that one's really good. But so with everything... Well, after everything, like where you like where you are today, is it easy for you think for you to talk to like maybe other people who struggle with mental health and anxiety, or talk to anybody in general if they ask? I feel like it's gotten easier. Definitely, I have my times where it's like, no, 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 I'm not talking about it. I am normal. I'm one of the people. <laughs> I'm Ariel going to the land, going to shore to find her prince Eric. I think that's his name. What is he talking about? About Little Mermaid. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Oh. That's so long but, ago. um, yeah, so I feel like it is kind of easier. Like, I feel like when I first started, I would never be able to speak about this. Mm-hmm. Knowing that strangers will hear this, people that I know and love will hear this. Like, I don't think I would ever be able to do that. But I feel like now, yes, it is easier. Um, but it really just depends because some days I'm like, anxiety, anxiety, you can fix it. You can work on it. Um, you can fight the battle. I promise you'll win sometimes, but like, um, some days it's just like hard. Um, like I'm, I, I'm pretty sure you know this, but, um, Uh the Facebook group I'm in. Oh yeah. 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 yeah, It's called my okay place. Um, Mm. But it's pretty much like a mental health community and pretty much younger people. I would say for the most part, you do have some older generation people, but it's very like a healthy community. And I joined 
um, kind of being the one that seeked out help. Mm-hmm. Um, cause it kind of is just easier just to talk to a stranger and also know that you're not crazy, that you're not this, you're not that. That's why I believe in therapy. <laughs> Back to therapy. Yes. But, um, like if you're not comfortable with therapy, like that's a great first step to do. Mm-hmm. Um, that's like, because nobody's going to judge you. It's almost like the free version of better help. Uh-huh. You could do the same thing. <laughs> better help if you want to sponsor us. Yeah, um, we know you're listening. So if you want to, you know, I do love better help. So. I have yet to try it, but I'm very interested in trying it, to be honest, because I think with my ex- introverted self now, I'm so like very introverted and scared to talk <laughs> to people. So I think the best version of myself to go if I was going to go to therapy would be better help because yeah so better help if you're listening and we know um, you are <laughs> um you could bring that sponsorship and uh, uh yeah. let him try it and he could make an episode about it yeah i got you manager promo uh, <laughs> uh-huh. um this because i know this is another form of like people way people deal, deal with it smoking weed like dealing with anxiety or mental health yeah. Do, do you agree with it? Disagree? Do you think it well, works for certain people? Like, I think it works for certain people because it's just like, it's really just honestly a medication at this mm. point. It's really just like taking a like pill it. that a, a professional would prescribe to you. Like it's mm-hmm. the same thing that it alleviates it to a degree. So I wouldn't say I necessarily, I'm not one to take pills or partake in mm-hmm. Um, medical marijuana but um or recreational if that's legal in your state um (laughs) but i think that's my own personal choice Mm -hmm. i do believe that medication works to an extent like it may do wonders on people but it also may increase side effects on others so i think whatever works for you go ahead you want to smoke weed and it helps you and it's doing the right thing smoke a little weed if you want to take whatever pill they prescribed you mm. in a reasonable amount that yeah. yes that they prescribed to you yes. and not abusing it i go ahead if you want to believe in crystals believe in crystals if you want to like whatever works best for you like whatever you think works best for you you go with that and you and you take it in take it all in and i think right then just you know take it in full effect and what if if you feel like it's making a difference in yourself and you're changing or you can handle it better then who cares what anybody else thinks? Continue to do that way. Yes. Who gives a fuck? And just a little tip to the chat. If someone's like, oh, you <laughs> smelled marijuana because of anxiety. Be like, and it works for me. Exactly. And if you want to take the right prescribed, like I said, the right prescribed dosage of the amount <laughs> of whatever medication that your doctor has prescribed to you, then do it. And just be like, it works for me. It may not work for you. It may not work for all these other people. But if it works for me, back it up. Support yourself. <laughs> there you go. Back it up. Or find a group of people who do the same. And then you guys make, well, they, ha- they got you to back you up, too. Because, you know, you're not the only person. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Uh, that Facebook, I want to, uh, uh, what was the name of it? My OK Place. I want to, I'll, ta- I'll, like, link it in the. In yeah. the description, so if people want to go into it, you never know. Yeah, but it, I can feel, you. Wait, is it attached? No, it's okay. But are you like? Is it attached to your regular Facebook? No, it's no, not. No, so it's anonymous. It's anonymous. Anonymous. Okay. Don't question me. 
Hello? I can't say certain words, okay? But, um, <laughs> yes, it is anonymous, so it does Nobody sees that I'm in this. Nobody sees okay. anything. And I think uh, that's just the one I'm in. I guarantee you. I get Facebook super old. I get it. <laughs> but even TikTok. There's so many communities on TikTok. Um, TikTok? Yeah, that you look at mental health. And there'll be a, like a group chat full of people. Or mm. they'll do a Discord or a Snapchat or Instagram, whatever. And there's like small communities on all platforms. So you don't have to just go to this specific one on Facebook. If you want to join, you can. But I'm saying... like if you don't other, have Facebook, other places. Yes, yeah, so if you platforms. don't have Facebook, like... That mental health community, I guarantee, is on all platforms. And I think it may take a little digging and looking. And maybe that one group on Instagram is not for you, but keep trying. Yeah, you'll find your place. Find what works best for you. Um, As we wrap it up here, uh, is there any advice you have to give about struggling with, like, give to people struggling with mental health or if they're seeking to better help, to better, you know, help themselves with their mental health any advice any resources anything you want to you want to give to people um i would say honestly you gotta like for people that are just starting and are scared to really start doing it i would say like believe in yourself like love yourself like honestly self-love is it i'm telling i promise when you start your self-help self-love journey now i can't speak (laughs) your self-love journey um it increases your everyday thought and you're just so optimistic about life and it's not a bad thing like you still have your very not dark thoughts but like you start um like getting back into life and still be anxious over certain things but when you start loving yourself those those conversations and those battles with in your head will lessen when you really like are like actually no like what you're saying that i'm ugly i'm fat nobody likes me in this room i'm gonna fall off this bridge all this other stuff that anxiety can present itself or like you're not getting up today Mm. like you can consciously fight it like when you love yourself it's so easy to to do that because it's just like you backing up the person you love most in the world Mm. like i would do anything for you and i'm i don't love myself as much as you i'll do anything for you yeah (laughs) thank you but um yeah so like it's like do that for yourself like you've been by yourself this whole time (laughs) like there's no one that's gonna ever well i guess your parents but like you can consciously say i love myself more than anybody in this world Amen. Because your body does so much for you. And even down to the science, it does so much for you. Uh, so, so much. And it even does. for people that have gone to therapy and all this other stuff, I would say still continue your self-love journey. Amen. Amen. Uh, as the manager, I can say this. Um, he is <laughs> telling me to wrap it up. So if anyone <laughs> yeah. is down or... Gets inspired by any way to talk about this. Um, my socials are royal.christy. Um, I think pretty much on everything, honestly. Yeah. Um, um, but, yes, um, he's telling me right now that I need to wrap up time. So, um, 
My socials are royal.christy, the ones that are public or private. Um, if I see, I usually accept people on my private um, thing. But if you ever want to reach out or you feel like you need to talk to anybody or you feel as though um, this has inspired you um, to get control of your mental health or you want to know more about it, um, I'm always open. I will try and help as many people as I can. Or if I don't, at least I tried. Okay. Yeah? Yeah. Good? Yes. All right. Thank you for being on the episode. And uh, we'll see you in bed. <laughs>